At Gen Z Media, we like to spend all of our time making great shows for you and your family, like Six Minutes, Becoming Mother Nature, The Unexplainable Disappearance of Mars Patel, and so many more. And we're making new shows all the time, such as Cupid and the Reaper, The Hollow, and The Last Dog. And while all of this great content is free, it's not cheap to create and produce. So if you or your family enjoys listening to our shows, won't you please help us keep making more by supporting us? Go to our website at gzmshows.com and click on the link for Patreon. As a supporting member through Patreon, you'll have access to lots of fun stuff to share with the family, like notes from your favorite characters, bonus content, unique stickers, and t-shirts. But more importantly, you'll be helping us bring you great family shows that you can't find anywhere else. Thank you. Two people claim to know everything about something, but only one knows anything. President Roosevelt wore an anti-gravity belt. Dinosaurs had two brains. Lucky kids live on Mars and go to school in flying cars. Or at least they will one day. Believe me, I'm a historian. An astronaut or drive a DeLorean. Would I lie? It's hard to say. And now, here's one of our 12 hosts, Deborah Goldstein. <laughs> Just one. Oh. Welcome to Pants on Fire, the game show where kids choose between the clear and concordant truth and the rattling, cracked soundboard of lies. I'm your host, Deborah Goldstein, and in the studio is our dynamic sound engineer robot, Lisa, which stands for live in-studio audience. On most days, I'm very dynamic, Deborah. You are. But today, I'm, I'm feeling a bit sluggish. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. What's the matter? I have some slugs stuck in my ogle port. <laughs> That's awful. How did you get slugs stuck in your ogle port? Well, I uh, put them there for safekeeping, and now I can't get them out. Wait, you put slugs in your ogle port on purpose? Why, why did you do that? I, I was thinking of adding them to my compost bin to break down all the vegetation, but then I felt bad about putting them to work and thought they might just make good pets, but they don't. Uh, do you think you'll be able to carry on with the show until we can get you to your engineer to remove the slugs? I think I can do it. I just want to manage your expectations. Okay, well, we'll all appreciate whatever sounds you're able to provide, like the sound of a robot telling us how our game works. Oh, yeah, I can do that. Okay, so every <laughs> week, we bring on two grown-ups. One is an expert. Oh, boy, oh, boy, this other one, it makes me get my goat. It's a liar. <laughs> and it's the job of a human child to help us figure out who is who, because no one can spot a liar better than a kid. <laughs> what are we lying about today? We are lying about the piano, a Ooh. musical instrument in which felt-covered hammers operated from a keyboard strike metal strings. Lisa, why don't you tell us about today's contestant? Our human child contestant is a sixth grader who loves the color blue and playing the cross and who is double-jointed, Aoife McBride. Hi, Aoife. Welcome to Pants on Fire. Hi. 
say you are double jointed. Where where would that be? What joints are are doubled? Yeah. The fingers. Your, ooh, I'm looking at it and it is not pretty. I mean, I don't mean to say that they're not pretty. I'm sure it's beautiful to somebody. But can you do anything special with them? Can you scale buildings or? No, but I can do this. Ooh, gosh, another strange oh, and bizarre. Oh. She's bounding oh, her no. thumb behind the back of her hand. I don't know how that's humanly possible. Oh my gosh. Oh boy, she just tied her eyebrow into a bow. Oh my. <laughs> Maybe not that. But we do want to know more things about you, Aoife, but we're going to do it in a pants on fire way. We're going to play two truths and a lie, okay? What are your three facts? Okay, so I have an identical twin sister. I've never broken any bones. Yours or other people's? Mine. Okay. And my favorite national holiday is Star Wars Day, May the 4th. Oh, I get it. So it's like, may the 4th be with you. I get it. I see what you did there. Okay. All right. Lisa, what do you think about this? So she's got... She's got a twin. Twin. Broken. She's never broken a bone. Never broken bones. Or she is a nerd. Um, <laughs> okay. She, Excuse me? Uh, she definitely seems like a nerd, so we're going to say yes to that one. That's a good thing around here, by the way, Eva. Um, I don't think she has a twin, because if she did, I would be able to see the twin, and I don't see the twin. Twins cannot be more than three feet apart from each other. Everyone knows that. Definitely. Okay. <laughs> okay. So that's your guess. Yeah. So that's a lie. Okay. She's not a twin. She's not a twin. Okay. Nice try. Hot shot. Okay. Aoife, which one of those things is a lie? I have an identical twin sister. That's a lie? Yeah. Yeah. I have a sister, and we're, we both are twins, but we're not identical. We're fraternal. Yeah. Oh, it was trick. I just want to be clear, I was right, okay? So she is a twin, and she's, but she's just not a certain kind of twin. Well, I'm still right. Yes, I'm okay. a twin, but not the certain kind. Okay, our first expert is Lou Tashodi. Lou, please introduce yourself to Aoife. Hi, Aoife. Hi. My name is Lou. I'm a piano tuner at the Manus School of Music in Manhattan. And I'm also the uh, director of the New York School of Piano Tuning. Excellent. And our next expert is Susan Ehrlich. Susan, please introduce yourself to Aoife. Hi, I'm Susan Ehrlich, and I am a piano teacher here in the city. I also play uh, for dance classes at Alvin Ailey. Okay, then. Aoife, what do you know about pianos? I actually used to play piano. You did? Mm -hmm. Oh, and then you gave it up? Yeah. Yeah? I gave up. <laughs> you gave up. Most of the time, I just ended up singing. Oh. So you are familiar with the piano? Yes. Yes. Okay. Would you say that you are an expert in no, piano? No, no definitely no. not. But maybe you know enough to tell if somebody's lying. Maybe. Maybe. Drum like a is that sound a Johann Sebastian Bach piece, Lisa? Oh no, that sound is all Lisa, and it means it is hot seat time. That is correct. That's when we put our experts on the hot seat while they answer Aoife's questions. Lisa, who should Aoife put on the hot seat first? Without a doubt, Lou Tarshuti, because <laughs> I love saying Tarshuti, Tarshuti. Except His I think name. it's Tashodi. What? Oh, yeah. then the, uh, the the lady goes first. No, no, no. no the lady goes first. I... Susan. Yeah, okay. Susan goes first. Okay, yeah. Susan goes first. Yeah, definitely. Okay, Aoife, what's your first question for Susan? How many keys are on a piano? Uh, the current piano has 88 keys, but the original piano started way, way back in the day, uh, and they only had uh, 
58. So they added to those over time, uh, mainly because composers like Mozart and Beethoven were like, we want more keys. And Beethoven especially loved going low, and Mozart loved going high. So that's how they ended up expanding it to 88. Uh, before that, uh, it just started, they only had one key. Is that right? <laughs> Every song went like, bah, 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 I don't bah, think bah, that's bah. correct. That's just a one key. Yeah. Yeah. Called a drum. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Okay, Lou, how does a piano work? A piano works by throwing a hammer up at a string, kind of like the opposite of playing a timpani, which is throwing a felt mallet down at... Uh, at the drum. Okay, I don't know what a timpani is. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, a timpani. A, a drum. A drum in an orchestra. Okay. So you're saying you, to make a piano, you take a hammer and you throw it at a string? A, a felt hammer, yeah. Like, like well, like I say like a timpani stick. Lou, is a piano a percussion or string instrument? It's both, Aoife. It's categorized as a struck chordophone. A chordophone is like a lyre, uh, like a harp, oh. and in this case it's struck, so it's percussive. Susan, what does the word piano mean? Piano uh, comes from pianoforte, which is actually the dynamics of a piano. It means soft and loud. Uh, it was, the piano was created by Bartolomeo Cristofori, who <laughs> was Italian, and I probably butchered his name. Uh, but yeah, but he created it based off of the, the clavichord being too soft and the harpsichord being too loud. And that's where he came up with the name. Again, it was originally pianoforte, but they ended up shortening it to piano over time. Some people call it a fort. <laughs> I don't think anybody calls yeah. it a fort. Yeah, I don't think that's accurate. Is the piano your forte? <laughs> I think it did get flipped though to forte piano in some eras. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was piano forte, forte piano, then shortened piano. Yep. Yep, and then some people are like p dog. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Yep. P money. <laughs> Lou, did you have to learn to play the piano to do your job? I already knew how to play the piano. I've been playing the piano since I was four years old. Does your job involve playing the piano? Yes, absolutely. Especially when I'm done. <laughs> and does everybody who tunes pianos know how to play piano? Is that a, a requirement for the job? Yeah, is that? Sadly not. But uh, I tell my students, if you don't know how to play the piano and you're going to be a piano tuner, start taking lessons. Okay. Lou, what inspired you to do your job? Oh, um, I grew up playing the piano, and um, I was. I also grew up... In a machine shop, my dad was in aerospace, and uh, so I was very mechanically inclined. So um, my dad was a machine. Oh, you have <laughs> so much in common. <laughs> so uh, you know, it was it's, it was pretty natural for me to take a screwdriver to the thing and start fixing it at a pretty young age. Okay, this is another one for Lou. Why is string tension important on a piano? Oh, that's a great question, Aoife. String tension uh, determines the pitch. That's what a piano tuner does. He changes the tension. And um, if the tension is adjusted uh, so that the string vibrates 440 times a second, we call that A. And if the tension is made a little higher, it'll vibrate higher, and we call that A sharp. Lower, we call it A flat. Does that make sense? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, think of a rubber band, okay? If you Thinking pull... of it. <laughs> Got one? If you pull the rubber band real tight and you pluck it, you hear a note. But if you relax the rubber band so that you pluck it, you hear nothing. It doesn't, it, it vibrates like back and forth and that's it. You don't hear anything. 
That makes sense. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> she doesn't know what a rubber band is. Have you ever seen a rubber band, Difa? Yeah, I put stuff in my hair. Yeah? Yeah. If you pull it really hard, does it make a slightly different noise than if it's loose? Yeah, kind okay. of. Okay. So that's the tuning, right? It also depends on how thin the rubber band is. Oh, right. So are all the strings... The, the thinner, the yeah. louder the noise. The thinner, the louder well, the no, noise. no, the higher pitched the noise. Uh-huh. Aoife is absolutely right because tension is not the only thing that affects pitch. The length of the string affects pitch. That's why uh, concert grands are nine foot long because they have long bass strings for the lower notes. Good observation. Susan, what inspired you to do your job? I started playing when I was five. Uh, I loved, loved, loved it. My pa- parents got me an upright piano, uh, but I didn't have enough reach to become a concert pianist. My hands are small. So I ended up playing for dance classes and that sort of thing. And a dance teacher from Brooklyn was visiting my town and said, hey, why don't you come? And so, uh, so I moved to New York. I started playing for dance classes. And I noticed that the little kids who were watching their sisters would come over and hang out by my piano and they would want to play. And so I started teaching uh, piano on the side. Cool. Um, Lou, what would be your dream opportunity in your job? Actually, Aoife, to tell you the truth, um, I'm living my dream. Wow. That's cute. I'm kind of sappy. (laughs) Thank you very much. Um, This is a question for both of you. Uh, Susan can go first. Tell me a funny story that happened at your job. Well, since I work with little kids, I I actually start with having them not play the piano. I have a a piece of paper that has the keys on it, and we color uh, each key. And this is so that it's an unconventional way so that they can learn, okay, the A is red, the B is orange, and and we do it based off of the rainbow. And then that way, when they get in front of a piano, they start to connect the colors to, to the keys. And so... Um, I have, like I said, I usually do the colors of the rainbow, and one little girl, she's like, this is like a unicorn piano. (laughs) And it was just the coolest thing. I'm like, yes, it's totally a unicorn piano. It was really, really fun. That, that, I don't know, I just, I love the imagination of kids. Oh, funny story that happened at my job. Hmm. I was once tuning a piano in a barn. What? Barn? Hmm? Is that where you keep pianos? Yeah, if you're raising them. (laughs) I was tuning a piano in a barn. I was tuning a piano in a barn. Why? Uh, Because it was at the Tanglewood Music Festival, which is the summer home of the Boston Symphony. And they take 125 pianos and they put them in barns and camps and cottages all over Lenox, Massachusetts for the summer festival. And people play them and have concerts in barns and practice everywhere. And, it's like a hide-and-go-seek thing. <laughs> uh, there was this bird that was dive-bombing me while I was tuning the piano. Oh, no. Really upset with the fact that I was there. And, uh, well, guess what the bird did? Uh-oh. Pipped on you? No. Learned oh. to play a concerto. Pecked on you? Pecked you? Did it peck you? No. Bird landed on my head. What? And stood there. Did it once make a nest out of your hair? Is your hair messy? I don't know. I don't have any hair left, though. <laughs> was it long? No. Was it flowing? But I had hair then. That was what was important. <laughs> so it landed on your head, and then what? And then eventually went away? I just froze and stood there and wished somebody had a camera, but nobody oh. did. So we can't, we don't so you know have a picture? what that happened. No. That's why they have cameras and pianos. Right. <laughs> It's 
time for the short on fire round when our experts have to answer as many questions as they can before time runs out. Aoife, let's start with Lou. Ask your shorts on fire questions now. What is the term for the surface the piano strings vibrate against? I think you're asking, what is a soundboard? How old was the oldest piano you've ever tuned? 1812. Do pianos need more or less tuning as they get older? Um, eventually they can't be tuned at all. Aww. How many strings does a piano need to make its full range of sound? There's upwards of 250 strings on a piano. Do you need to have a perfect pitch to be a piano tuner? No. Name three piano manufacturers. Uh, Steinway, Yamaha, and Kawai. What does the far left pedal do? Um, that's the gas pedal. It makes the piano go. <laughs> it does different things on different pianos. Is there such thing as a piano tuning prodigy? Prodigy? No. Oh, time is up. We're going to look back at this time and say that was the time when there was no more time. <laughs> that is true. One day we will <laughs> yeah, do that. One day we'll be in our old gray hairs and say that. And say those things. Yep. Lisa, can you please reset your timer? No problem at all. Bubba. I really appreciate it. Here we that. go. It's reset. Excellent. Aoife, you ready to do shorts on fire for Susan? Mm-hmm. Okay. Do your shorts on fire questions for Susan now. What time signature is waltz? 3-4. Uh, what does it mean to play mezzo piano? That means to play a little louder than soft, so sort of like medium soft. What's your favorite piece of piano music? I love Beethoven's Fiorelisa. What is a coda? Coda, me, it's a, a sign in a piece of music which means to go either back to the beginning or go back to a particular sign within the music. It's like a repeat. Could a beginner teach piano by always staying one lesson ahead of the student? Uh, I wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> a chord in which the third is omitted is known as what? A fifth. How do you get to Carnegie Hall? Practice, 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 baby. <laughs> That's all the time. Uh, I like that one music piece uh, for Lisa. That was, that was oh, oh, yes. I think it was yeah. for Elise. I don't think it was for No, Elise. I heard for Elise. Uh, thank, <laughs> okay. thank you. To who, was that Mozart who wrote that? Uh, thank, Beethoven. Big shout out. Yeah. Oh, Beethoven. Beethoven. Oh, I love that guy. Okay. <laughs> it's decision time. Now our contestant, Aoife, must tell us who is the troublemaker. Aoife, <laughs> who is the liar, liar, pants on fire? Um... <laughs> Lou. <gasps> you think Lou is a liar. Why do you think Lou is our liar? Because he couldn't really give much specific details. Okay. You have your answer. Is it the correct one? We're about to find out. Will the actual piano expert please let us know who you are? Hi, Aoife. Oh, oh. it is. That's right, Lou Tashodi is a piano tuner at the Manus School of Music and director of the New York School of Piano Tuning. That was difficult, right? Yeah. They both sounded pretty convincing to me, I thought. Okay, it's time to do some fact-checking. Lou, were there facts that Susan shared that put a damper on our game? <laughs> uh, no, the only uh, fact she got wrong was about the coda, um, which is uh, uh, an ending that's tacked on uh, instead of going back to the beginning or the middle. Okay, that's a musical error there. Thank you very much. And what about you, Susan? Uh, anything that you said that was less than upright 
Aoife <laughs> asked in the beginning how many keys there are to a piano, and while I did say there are 88, I also put a fib in there and said that some of the original pianos had 58. No, the original one had one. That's I right. told you. That's right. Uh, the, the second thing was actually, again, my teaching method, which is having a child draw out the piano. Well, I think that's fun, and I think it might be based on a Christopher Guest idea. <laughs> um, I never, I never learned that way. Most kids, when they're two or three, if there's a piano in the house, they want to plunk those keys. So that's, again, just a, a little unconventional idea that I threw in there. Is plunk a musical term? <laughs> <laughs> um, I plunk out notes, yeah. Okay, just you checking. Plop I'm just as like, well. plunk, plunk those keys. <laughs> <laughs> plunk, plunk, plunk. Excellent. Well, on that note, that's all the time that we have. Thank you to our contestant, Aoife, who is an interrogation virtuoso. Thank you to our expert and liar, Lou and Susan, and to our piano-playing, sound-generating, composting robot, Lisa. And of course, many thanks to our listeners tuning into Pants on Fire, where we hammer out the truth and scale back lies. Pants on Fire is a production of Gen Z Media. For more great shows, visit bestrobotever.com. While you're there, you can send questions for me to read on Ask Lisa, and you can find out how you can participate. Also, follow us on social media at Pants on Fire Cast for behind-the-scenes photos of more true stories. In the meantime, keep writing songs about me. Like, that one song that that guy Beethoven Devin wrote, it was so good. Poor Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> Go get those slugs out now. Hey, it's Chris Terry, sneaking in at the end of your show to let you know that we have a new website for Gen Z Media. GZMshows.com is our new home on the web where you can listen to all of our podcasts, Buy scripts, t-shirts, mugs, and more. You can even hear trailers from our upcoming releases months before they come out. Check out the new site at gzmshows.com. That's the letter G, the letter Z, Z if you're Canadian like me, and the letter M, shows.com. Thanks again for listening. Give me a Z! From PRX.